When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, a good road trip, but a bad weekend for the Padres. Sunday night, air conditioning edition of the wrap-up show, at least for Jim Russell. I don't have it. Jim does. He's got this AC unit behind him. We're with you for the next hour. Um, great to be with you guys. I mean, it's uh, the final month of the season. Padres got that Friday night win to get one of three in L.A., get the six games uh, on the road trip. It goes six and three. Have to kind of settle for six and three, losing Saturday and Sunday. Please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. That's all we ask. Hit that subscribe button, smash the like button for us. Follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer at Jim Russell SD. If you want to join, you get the custom emojis and the badges. Click the join button next to subscribe down below. And uh, we'll get to all the supers. We see some supers have already rolled in. We'll get to all of the supers here today. But Jim, I just kind of battled. They they scored those three runs in the seventh inning. Trent Grisham was rung up on this horse shit call on a 2-2 pitch uh, to end that seventh inning with the potential tying run at second. Dodgers, you know, then score a handful of runs in the bottom half of the inning and they win going away. It was all L.A. for the last two games, Saturday and Sunday. Padres played really well on Friday and the Padres have a three game lead on the final wild card spot heading home with 27 games to play. Uh, first off, I feel like I need to address. Yeah. What are you doing? Where I'm at right now. <laughs> so he's sweating with this freaking light on me. This heat is God. literally it's I mean, we're living on the surface of the sun. This is this is unlivable. <laughs> and my garage is hotter would than die the, in that thing. Hotter than the surface of the sun. And so can't say there. A relationship girl's house is a sauna. It's 90 degrees in her room. And luckily her best friend has a extra bedroom with an AC unit. So we took her up on that offer. Dude. And we're now in like what 65, 70 degree what? weather. Fuck, it's like 88 <laughs> where I am in my place. And it's Maybe the greatest warmer. decision we've ever made in our lives. And I don't regret it at all. And I don't care that I'm doing the wrap-up show in the corner of her best friend's house. Shit, I wish I was. I there think too. I'm the winner here, and everyone else that doesn't have AC is a loser. God. It's so hot. Please and, like, and I, cool down. And I see this from T. Nelson, by by, trust me, all day today, we were looking yeah, for portable AC can't units. There's, they're, they're literally, it's like finding. I mean, well, it's, it's, look at Jeremiah saying thirty one dollars fans from Costco. I have three fans in my place too. It's still hot. It's it's very hot. Rich says even in Solana beaches. I mean, I'm I'm in. It's hot. I mean, it's freaking hot. It's hot. Beach, not the beach. Water, not near the water. It's freaking hot. No matter where you are. And so we were trying to look for an AC unit. We can't get a window one because it doesn't work. I think your internet's jacked up, but it's okay. Mine. Someone's is. I think it's mine. But we're out here. We're doing the wrap up show for you guys. Talk about this. Series that kind of yeah. felt inevitable the way that it went, like going into if on Thursday and Thursday day and Friday, you said, Oh, one of one of three. You're like, Yeah, they're probably gonna take one of three. And there there's zero chance they're taking two of three. <laughs> well, and you can't kick it out of bed. I mean, you got swept last time you were there. You go six and three on the road trip. Yeah, and it's kind of bitter taste to lose the last two games, but Brewers aren't playing well, Phillies aren't playing well. You gain two and a half games in the Phillies on the trip. Two games on the Brewers on the trip. You got the tiebreaker from Milwaukee. You got three games on them. Now, none of this is easy. I mean, none of this is easy. You got Arizona coming here tomorrow. They're playing really well. You have the Dodgers six more times. You have the Cardinals still ahead. I mean, n- none of this is going to be easy. Like, they absolutely are going to have to play their way in in these 27 games. As bad as the Brewers have been, as bad as the Phillies have been, you can't just go, you know, 10 and 17 down the stretch and, and get in. So they're going to have to play decent baseball. 
I would think to get in. Now, Jared, thank you for the first super of the night and thank you for your membership as well. He says, all went downhill when Melvin refused to challenge. I believe you're referring to the 3-0 pitch that hit the nub of the bat that was ruled a hit by pitch. So, yeah. I don't know what happened there. I was I had the the split screen FSU LSU game going with the Padres Dodgers game. I did not have the volume on the Padres Dodgers game at that time. Um, I have no idea what happened there. I assume it's reviewable, right? A ball off the nub of the bat. I don't. I don't know if it is. But are you and, reviewing in that spot to make the count three one? Like, is that worth a review? Did we just see relationship girl's hand? What? <laughs> I think we just saw a hand in the back left. No, you didn't. We saw something. Handgate. <laughs> um, yeah, I might have saw two. I might have seen two hands. No, just one. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, in that situation, it's kind of hard. It's like you if you are you going to use your challenge there, or are you going to keep it for a more important time in the game? I don't think that was a game changing like play. Mm-hmm. You can't it's this, you can't just challenge everything. I when, when did it happen? When did it happen? I it happened Someone early in the game, right? Us. It was was it part of that five run fourth inning? I think it was part of the five run fourth inning. Okay. So that kind of swayed the game right there. But that there was some there was a lot that happened in that inning. Yeah. It just it just I mean I wouldn't say that was the difference, not reviewing that play, obviously. I think the um, more I mean the more egregious play in the game was that not that strike three called on yeah, Trent Grisham. That was way yeah. Completely. That was way fucking worse. Way worse. Completely. I mean, if I'm Bob Melvin, I'm getting tossed in that situation. Me too. I, I, I don't know how Grisham didn't. I mean, holy I am crap. I'm not staying in that game. I'm getting tossed. Yeah, I'm getting right wrong. then and there. That was especially it's hundred degrees. I'm going to that clubhouse right away. That was ten inches off the plate. I mean, it, it was, was so bad. Not even fucking close. It was so bad. Um, thank you, Jared, for your super. Thank you, Vector53, as well. He says bottom half of the order less down in that fourth inning. I don't disagree. I mean, you had two on, nobody out in the fourth inning for the Padres. Already leading, I want to say. i got to pull a box score up in front of me. I want to say nothing. they were leading one nothing. Yeah. So they're leading one nothing. It's the top of the fourth inning. Two on, nobody out. You have a chance where you're like a double away from a three-run lead or a single away from a two-run lead. You don't score, and then the bottom of the inning, it's like everything goes wrong. There's a solo home run. Clevenger can't get anyone out. Quick hook from Melvin, which I kind of appreciated in the final month of the season. Like, you don't have to just leave him out there um, hanging in that fourth inning. But then there was a soft, like, dying quail hit off Garcia that just fell in and scored two runs. It's just one of those games at Dodger Stadium. It's like it is tough to beat them there, even when they're not at their best. They piecemeal together an inning like that fourth inning where, you know, there's some walks, there was a soft hit single that scored two runs, and you're done in in one inning. Yeah, it's it's just it's hard to like, okay, six and three road trip. That's good. Yeah, it is. But when you have a chance after Friday night to go seven and two, yep. It's like I mean, Saturday, Saturday night, they had zero shot. No shot. We I mean, said that it, game, dude. We said it for five days. Man- Why is Manaya? Wh- what's the definition of insanity? Like you talk about doing the doing same, the thing, same over thing over and over and so over again. So what were they doing? I mean, I don't, I'd rather have Reese Kinnear start that game. And I would have said that loss. 48 hours ago. It was an automatic loss. Automatic. I automatic. I mean, you're going up against Urias and you throw out Manaya. <laughs> and it's eight nothing in like the fourth, and it's three nothing in the and first. Did you hear Bob Melvin post game? By the way, too, kind of not. giving full confidence to Sean Manaya, and you're why? thinking to yourself, why? Like why? And even Sean Manaya, he was like, yeah, if I have to like, pitch, I will. He's like, dude, I, if I help the team right now by not pitching, I think I might have to go that route. <laughs> like, imagine saying that, dude. And then your man, like, I, I will, I. I got to question Bob Melvin on that one, man. I, I got to question Wait, Bob Melvin there. Question what? What he said or starting him? It's not his decision Both. to start him. Both. No, it's not his decision to start him. You it's know, not. and there's no way he's not like, yo, I'm starting Sean Mania. That's organizational. In your rotation, that's organizational. Front office has to make that determination. If he's not starting, someone has to make that decision. I don't think I don't think Bob Melvin's overruling AJ Preller in that spot. I just think the organization so, slow to react sometimes. You think Bob Melvin is the reason why Sean Manai is starting right now? 
I think it's so. Wait. Why wouldn't there's multiple options? You could go four man rotation with the off day. You could pitch Reese Kinnear. You could pitch Ryan Weathers. So you think it's AJ Preller? If AJ Preller says you have to start Sean Maniah and Bob Melvin says I don't want to, he has to start him. Um, I mean, that's typically how an organization would work. These aren't in game decisions; they're out of game decisions. When you're lining up rotations, typically your front office would probably take the leadership role in that. I, I think Bob Melvin has more of a say than that. I mean, I think it's probably a collective decision, but I'd be shocked if Bob Melvin overruled AJ Preller to move Sean and I out of the rotation. And I'd be shocked if if he pitches again. <laughs> well, we said that a week ago. And you... oh god. <laughs> you think the what? reason though Sean and I started is because Bob Melvin's like he has to start Saturday night at Dodger Stadium. I don't. I just think they thought it collectively made the most sense considering the circumstances well whatever it is whoever's making these decisions if it's bob melvin or if it's a collective group they're all collectively stupid because <laughs> it's definitely collective there's no way it's a one person decision because the, the you're putting a guy out there with an eight era in the second half it's just an yep. automatic loss this guy yep. is literally the definition of pitching machine batting uh, bp yeah he is he is he should just wear BP on his back. I mean, I agree. I mean, we all agree. I told you five days ago, there's no chance in hell Sean I beats the Dodgers Saturday night. And I was right. And you were right. I mean, no you could have skipped him because of an off day, right? You could have skipped him and gone Clevenger Saturday, Snell Sunday, and they didn't. No. Like, what gives you a better chance that. to win the series? It, it, it just it's it's frustrating. And granted, you know, didn't really watch much of the game Saturday because we were at Snapdragon Stadium. And it was a shit show of a game. And it, it was, was a shit show. And, and and like you know, you get home and you turn it on, and you're like, "Why am I? Why am I going to watch this? You know, you know the outcome. Right. It just was. It was just a horseshit uh, game all around. And then going into tonight, I, I did like the fight in them, but you know, yep. they get to the they get to one run, and then Morhone just gives it right up. You're like, yeah. like can we good. maybe hold it to one here? And, and of course, the guy that ends the night is Trace Thompson. Duh. Why like wouldn't we all be. saw that coming? Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, the bullpen wasn't great. Clevenger wasn't great. Offense was lethargic other than that two-out rally there in the seventh inning. Should we talk um, about my Juan Soto tweet? We're going to. We're going to. Patman says this. Uh, Thank you, Patman, for your super. Thank you guys for the supers. Great way to support this channel. You can get those in right now. Click the dollar sign down below in the chat box. If you want to make sure we get your comment here tonight, John and Jim with you, please subscribe if you're a Padres fan. Just click that subscribe button. We've got content for you basically every single day. He says, if we skipped Manai yesterday, then Snell would have been pitching today. And Snell, obviously, in the second half has been a lot better than both um, Manai and Clevenger. So you never know. It doesn't mean they win either of the games. It doesn't mean it, but I think you have a better chance mm-hmm. of winning. Right. It kind of just proves how I mean, great you Darvish has been. And of course, yep. you're going to hear the Dodger fans make the excuse. Well, they traveled that day and they were they were tired. All right, <laughs> great. It's called baseball, and baseball mm-hmm. they do that all the time. So, yep. no excuses. Yep, you're right. But okay. all in all, man, it was a good road trip. Just a it's just another disappointing ending to the road trip because six and three. While it's good. And I guess it's hard to look at it. Sometimes it's hard for me to look at the bigger picture because the bigger picture is the Phillies lost and the Brewers lost again. And this entire weekend, nothing changed. Correct. That's exactly right. Still the bigger picture. It's just extremely frustrating. Every time these guys play the Dodgers, it's the same story every time. Yeah, they're three and 10. I mean, they're three and 10 against the Dodgers. And you're right. We've talked about building a cushion like all August and September long. And I wouldn't call three games much of a cushion it is a cushion but with the schedule well, they have, technically four four over the brewers you're right yeah. um because they have the tiebreaker the padres do but you know you'd feel better with another game like if the padres would have won this game tonight i probably would have come on the wrap-up show and said listen i feel pretty good about where they are this final month uh, yeah nothing's for certain or guaranteed but they're playing well the brewers aren't seven and two i said it for a week that would define your season if you went seven and two on this trip but they didn't they went six and three which is good not perfect. I think seven and two would have been enough to get them over the hump and get them into the postseason. 
Uh, Cam says this. Thank you, Cam, for your super and your membership. He says, terrible way to end a good road trip. Back end of the rotation is a huge concern. And lucky the other wildcard teams lost. Our luck is running thin with the hot Diamondbacks and Dodgers coming back. Diamondback series is really tricky. You know, I mean, if you can win this series, that's a huge feather in your cap. And you say, well, what are you talking about, John? I mean, it's the Diamondbacks. Well, you're, well, the Diamondbacks are like, I don't know, what they're 9-2 and two in their last 11 or 9-3 and three in their last 12. Zach Gallon today, thankfully, mm-hmm. you don't see him. Have you seen Zach Gallon's scoreless streak, Jim? It's like 20-something games or 20-something innings. How about 41 and a third? Oh, okay. <laughs> Which is like a top 10 scoreless streak in like modern baseball history, I believe. But aren't they, aren't they going to miss Gallon? They will, thank the Lord, but they're going to face him again in Arizona. So I would assume they'll see him at some point because there's a four-game series, I think, in Arizona. Still remaining, but Arizona's just playing good baseball. I mean, Shut up, Ben. What did Ben say? He's like, nice guess, Jim. <laughs> What's the scoreless streak? Yeah, it's up to like nine and a third innings. Yeah, Is it like I three think innings? I have that right. I think it's 41 and a third innings. It's either scoreless or without allowing an earned run. Um, so yeah, it's tricky. I mean, I'm, I'm signing up for two out of three right this second, obviously, but I wouldn't be shocked if Arizona gives the Padres trouble just based on the way they're playing right now. Do you think tomorrow will break the record for the hottest game ever played in San Diego, which occurred on this past Saturday? I, I actually don't because I actually think the weather is going to break. Um, I believe I looked at the high temperatures tomorrow and they're in the eighties, not the nineties, which is hot. Dude, if you looked at the right field side of Dodger Stadium for the first three innings, there was no one there. Zero people. So wait, like like a thousand so people. You mean the sun? So the Dodgers have no people, fans. Dodgers must Dodgers not have, have any fans. fans. Yeah, the Dodgers didn't sell out the game. They didn't get sad. any fans there. Sad. It's Very almost sad. like if it's 105 degrees out, people wouldn't want to sit sit in the seats for the entire game. Yeah, I forgot that they should have built. They should have built shade on the right field bleachers. I'm shocked they don't have shade at Dodger Stadium. Like, what a mistake! They don't, you know what? They don't have shade at the Coliseum or the Rose Bowl either. What idiots! Stupid. You know, Petco is in the dome. The last time I checked, isn't that crazy? That's really so stupid. Mind idiots. blown. Losers. Alex, thank you for the super. He says I live in El Centro. Sorry, take your heat any day. Yeah, no, I get it. I hope you have AC. I mean, you have to. Um, I feel like it's like by the water. It's like a week a year when it's this hot, but it's still freaking Dude, annoying. This is I'm I'm telling you, man. Living in San Diego for as long as I have, like I can't remember a night like Saturday night ever <laughs> Saturday. being that Saturday hot. during the day was a disaster. I, I, I'm not I'm not joking. Like I can't remember a day in San Diego that's been like that since i've been here which has been over you're like 13 13 years years. 13 years i remember my first labor day here which is like 2016 or 2017 i did a point loma soccer game and i almost died i mean i was on the freaking ocean it was like 100 degrees but it's ridiculous man it's like oh it's always like yeah labor day weekend is always hot as hell um so thank you alex thank you pedro for your super and your membership he says alcantara said it weeks ago that Dodgers do something shady. Wrong answers only. How do the Dodgers cheat? Illegal baths? Come on, Thompson, three-run home run. It's amazing. I mean, you just look at their record. And you're like, huh? They hadn't lost a game by more than five runs in 220 games before Friday night? How is that even possible? I don't care who's on your team. How do you not have an off night from a pitching perspective where someone just gets blown up? I mean, how is that possible? To not yeah. lose a game by five or more runs for 220 games or more than five runs. So, I mean, I can't r- r- sit here right now and be like, the Dodgers are cheating. But, I mean, it's it's amazing. The year they've had this year, they're on pace still for 110-plus wins. It's, it's stupidity the way they're playing. And I still go back to what Chelsea Jane said. She's like, when I asked her, would field. you take the field or the, or, the, or the Dodgers? And she answered so fast she would take the field. And I think it's because the Dodgers, they're pitching – Starting pitching, uh, they're not as deep as they've been. Hmm, That's a good point. That is a good point. I mean, again, if you look at baseball reference, I think it gives the Dodgers an 18% chance of winning the World Series. That means everyone else is 82%. I mean, that's not even close. True, true. Um, Anthony says, you look like you're in prison. That looks like a decent prison. Prisons with AC. Do prisons have air conditioning? I assume they do. If this was prison, I, I'm I'm good with it. You're down. I, mean, I got I got a nice got bed. YouTube. 
I got the I got the, the got your the girlfriend internet. I got the girl. I got the dog over there. Got the AC yeah. with it's a, not it's terrible. No, that's not bad. Where are you at productions? This is very kind. Thank you guys for the supers. Where are you at productions? Thank you for supporting this channel. Again, if you want to contribute with the super, support this channel. Click that dollar sign down below. After the super, we will tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz. At Farmers Insurance, he says, uh, just when we think we get right back in it, the Dodgers jump right back out again. What's it going to take to beat these guys? Should Manaya get some rest days? Bob continues to go to him. Something's got to change. I would think, Jim, at the least he gets skipped a turn in this rotation right now, right? He's he got to get he eight, nine, to. ten days here. Has to you at the very can't least. Pitch him for uh, if you have an opportunity to skip a start, you have to skip a start. Mm-hmm. It's he's hurting this team, dude. He can't. You can't pitch him anymore. So I agree. I agree. Yeah. No. I mean, where are you at productions? I mean, I, I completely agree. I think Manaya's got to go. Um, you know, are you going to need him at some point in these final 27 games? Okay. If you have to pitch him one time, if you have to pitch him two times, but to pitch him another five or six, that's just too many. Um, and I don't know what it's going to take to beat the Dodgers. Six more tries at Petco park. They're three and 10. I mean, I don't really think two and four is really good enough at home in those six games. I would take three and three. I mean, we, okay. So you're the nine game stretch here. You're one and two. They need to, Mm -hmm. I think win at least four games out of, out of nine. So, so you got to take, you got to take at least one series, right? Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Two and you got to, and, and you got to, you got, you got to win. A, you got to at least win another game in the other mm-hmm. other series. So, yeah, I think you're right. You have to take at least a series in the Dodgers, which again is like easier said than done because we've been watching and I know. they just can't, they just can't beat them. Yeah, and again, they, they you know they they've had a game or two where they beat them, and then the other games they're not in the games. I mean, today they were in it. Getting back into it in the seventh inning, they deserve credit for that. Juan Soto breaking out of that 0 for 17, a couple of base hits late in this game. But, yeah, they they cannot solve the Dodgers. By the way, nobody has been able to solve the Dodgers here in 2022. We do want to tell you about our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz, at Farmers Insurance, because if you have auto, home, renters, life, or earthquake insurance needs, Mark is your guy. Huge Padres fan. We've been texting all weekend long about this series. Please get in contact with Mark if you want to save $750 on your insurance. So if you support this channel, please support Mark Nimitz. He's been with us literally since day one. There's a link down below for his site. I have my homeowners and my earthquake insurance through Mark, and he literally has saved us thousands of dollars because we had a claim in the spring, and we had all new flooring put in thanks to Mark, and he took care of everything, literally saved us thousands. Just by switching insurance, you can save hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So he's a great insurance agent. Trust me because he's my insurance agent. Um, again, auto, home, renter's life, earthquake insurance. If you want to save $750, he's got great service and communication. He'll talk to you about the Padres. He'll talk to you about your insurance. And at some point this year, you're going to need insurance in some capacity. When that happens, please get in contact with Mark Nimitz. There's a link down below for his website. Yep, all his information above my head. And Nimitz at farmersagent.com. When you reach out to him, let him know that John and Jim from the wrap-up show sent you. Please do that. Um, I do know this is a Padres channel, and we talk Padres 99% of the time, other than the fact that when you're drinking or we're talking about your girlfriend or like a bird on my table. Right. But if anyone saw the end of that LSU-Florida State game tonight, holy crap is all I have to say. Holy crap. I I watch a lot of college football. I watch a lot of baseball, basically my two favorite sports. And I don't know if I've seen a game exactly like that. I mean, it was a bonkers game. Dude. Bonkers, bonkers, bonkers game. Bonkers. I mean, it, it ended perfectly, <laughs> right? Um, LSU went 99 yards after Florida State fumbled at the one to win it. They went 99 yep. yards in a minute, and they tied up the game with an extra point, and they missed an extra point, and that's how the yep. game ended. I mean, that's it unbelievable. Was just the perfect end to that football game. It couldn't have it couldn't have ended any other way. Honestly, it had to be a block. It had to be a block. Pure theater. Yeah. Um, Jared, thank you for the super. I saw this from, um, was it from Ben Fadden tonight? I think it was. I think from so. Ben. I think so. Matt yeah. Beatty has an OPS plus of four. Okay. So what does that mean for those that, that are good? unaware? League average is 100. That means he is 96% below league average offensively, which means he's the worst player in baseball on offense. Now it's and not the, a lot of, it's not a big sample size, but he's the worst player in baseball on offense this year. Crazy part is, is if he was still in the Dodgers, his, his plus would be like around like 
Or like, <laughs> yeah. You'd be around, it'd be around like 100. Easily. Right. So, like, what's Trace Thompson's OPS plus in a Padres uniform this year? I get it. It was like by zero plate appearances. It's like 50. And what is it with the Dodgers by like 130? It's just, it's just un. Uh, that goes back to the like, how do they do it? Yeah. That goes, that goes that's, that's a deeper analytic. conversation of like the analytic department and the coaching and just who they have in the organization to help players out and, and they have a winning culture there. And, and you know, that, that rubs off on players for sure. And Padres just are very far behind. Very, very far behind. There was a triple-A game tonight, by the way. Going back to the Grisham called third strike and a pitch that was eight inches off the plate um, inside to a left-handed batter. There was a triple-A game tonight. Remember, they're using a challenge system now in yeah. some minor leagues. There was a triple-A game tonight that had 17 challenges. 14 of the called pitches were overturned. Now, you only get three challenges if you get them wrong, but if you get them right, you get them back. That's how you could get 17 mm, challenges in a game. No, there has to be a thing. I like the challenge thing, but there has to be like two that you can do. No, I like it, dude. It takes 10 seconds. They use that tennis system. The catcher immediately puts his hand up. Eight seconds later, it's a smaller strike. Literally eight seconds. You know, And if you get it right, you keep. If you get it wrong, you're penalized. So and, okay. one team tonight, yeah. I think it was Albuquerque, got 10 of 11 right, which means the umpire missed 10 of 11 challenges. Oh, my God. So they're missing like, I mean, 10 pitches for one team in one game. If you're throwing 125 pitches, they're missing 10% of pitches. It's a huge number. Especially in the, you know, in today's game where it was such just a blatant horseshit call. Mm-hmm. And if you challenge that, it could change everything. Yes, I agree with you. Yes, it would have potentially. I mean, and I understand yes, the bat knob, and the bat knob yeah. could have changed everything too. True, I get that. Um, but the, the strike call is much more egregious, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Grisham's hitting one ninety two, and that might be high actually. If I look at his batting average, it might be in one ninety one now. But he's had big hits. You know, and he, he's had more than one. He, he's had more than probably a half dozen, actually, over the 130 games. And that's not right. a million, but he's had some big moments for this team. He's, you know, he's hit 192 with a 65, excuse me, 658 OPS. So obviously, it's been a very tough year for Trent mm-hmm. Grisham, but you still never know. I don't care who's in the batter's box. You still never know. They took the right. bat literally out of his hands on a just ridiculously egregious call. Ridiculously egregious. Horrible. Horrible. I mean, that would have been reviewed in one second, obviously. Yeah, it would have been easily overturned. Yeah, it wasn't borderline. It wasn't on the black. It didn't catch, you know, 1% of the plate. It, it didn't catch any of the plate. It was nowhere near ever catching any part of the plate. It just wasn't. Yeah. Um, so, again, uh, we mentioned the fact that the uh, the Phillies lost tonight to San Francisco, I want to say, in 10 innings. Yep. The Brewers lost in Arizona today. So the lead is three games on Milwaukee. What's the lead on the Phillies? Is it a half game? I think that might be right. I think no, I think it's a game. game. Is it a game? Right? Is it a game? I think it might be a half game. Someone put that in the chat, if you don't mind. Um, what happened, by the way, with Will Myers? Because Myers left for Beatty. Did we get an update on Myers at any point? He post-game? had something with the neck, you know, neck issue. Jeez, man. Half game, half game over the Phillies. Um, so, yeah, I think he had a, he had a neck issue. Okay. Yeah. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. And I mean, it's hot. it was hot that dude, just hot everywhere. St- it was yes. hot. Get a stiff neck. It's almost like when it's hot, people don't want to go, go outside. <laughs> um, what about Brandon Drury? Like this is a significant loss. He got hit in the uh, the flap mm-hmm. on the, the helmet guard, on Friday yeah. night. Protected him from breaking his jaw. He would have been out for the year if he got hit by that mm-hmm. pitch. I promise you that. 
Um, so the good news is that didn't happen. The bad news is he's missed two days. I don't. I wonder what the extent of the injury is. Is it concussion-like symptoms, getting hit in the head? Those are so tricky too because concussions yeah. they could linger, dude. They like remember oh, yeah. remember uh, Jerkson Profar that lingered for a little bit. This this could linger with with Drury. Mm-hmm. I like good one, this ben. ben. <laughs> ben said uh, Myers hurt his neck from watching all the balls fly over his head on Saturday when Manaya was pitching. Probably. Could have been. What about this? Friday night, there were a pair of batters hit, one for the Padres, then Darvish hit someone up and in on a front shoulder. Forget who it was. I don't think that I don't think that was on purpose. Like, I mean, if you're head if you're literally headhunting, you better have a you you better have a it's awful, the worst thing ever. And usually if you headhunt, you throw a fastball. I want to say it was hit by I mean it was a hard pitch, it was by 90, but wasn't it a curve? No, I think it was a fastball, dude. You think it was? Yeah, I don't think I don't think Dustin May was headhunting though. I think like, it I was a fastball. I mean, if you're gonna hit somebody, you're gonna you're gonna go for their 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 back or their chest, you know, their or their waist area. But you're not gonna go headhunting. I mean, right? You shouldn't. I, I mean, you shouldn't. That's ridiculous. I mean, if you're headhunting, then you should be you should be out of the ba- uh, out of the game because that's like the worst. That's just unacceptable. Yeah, I think a couple of people say curve. Sam says curve, and then. Jaime says hit by an off speed. It was not quote unquote off speed. So, I mean, it's so still off speed 90. is like 89, yeah. 90 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he throws really hard and they made him look really bad the other night. He did not have yeah. good command. He was hit hard a couple of times. He allowed seven runs. Um, so that was very encouraging. It really was. I mean, what did we say, Jim? 11 and a half runs for the series. I think I said if. That gives you a chance to win two games. So they scored seven, then one. Then how many did they score today? Four. Four. So they scored 12 runs, but that wasn't enough to win two. You no, know? but they also gave up a shit ton. They gave up 12 yesterday. They gave up nine today. Yeah. yeah. So you gave up no, 21 plus, plus one. Plus one. You gave up 22 runs 22. in three games. Yeah. Seven a game. Yeah. You scored 12. Well, scored that's, the, that's the unfortunate part. I feel like offensively, it wasn't the worst performance. A lot better than the last three game series, and they scored four runs in three games. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it just sucks how it's like you just have to concede sometimes. And it's like, oh, well, now you have to, not only do you have to concede, but you concede against the Dodgers. And you're like, that's fucking bullshit. I hate that. But I guess the bigger picture, bigger picture, bigger Still picture, bigger picture. Got, they got to get in. They got six more games against the Dodgers. They need to play better. Yeah. Maybe one of these series, six series against the Dodgers this year, maybe one of them, they will put mm-hmm. it together and find a way to win two out of three games. Not impossible to envision, but not easy either. And um, who would knows? You like maybe, to rip, would you like to rip Juan Soto? I was going to say, who knows? Maybe Juan Soto will actually get the bat going. Floor is yours. No, I, I mean, look, it's just facts. He's in a slump right now. And uh, he's hitting around 150 over his last 15 games. He's two for his last 19. He does have an on base of over 370 in that span. Mm-hmm. But I mean, you know, you'd like to see him get the bat going. Yeah, his OPS heading into the day down to 808 in a Padres uniform was 894 with the Nationals. His batting average near identical. His on-base percentage is still over 400 this season despite He's in a slump. That. He's in a slump. And, like, that's just a fact. <laughs> I love Juan Soto, yeah, but, but the he's one in a thing about him is the one thing about him is he still gets on base. Like, other guys go in a slump and they don't get on base. Like you get on base at a 370 cliff, that's a top 10 on base percentage in baseball. Yeah, no, I know. I I agree with you. But, you know, you got to, I just feel like sometimes you, especially Juan Soto, and I'll be there, Rich, don't worry. Um, I just, I just want more and I want Soto. I don't think that's bad. That's just, you know, you want a little bit more. Someone clip that, put it on social media. And then as Soto goes off, let's just play it over and over and over and over. I'm trying to help again. you guys. All right. I'm trying to help us. I'm not trying to like, I, I said, I said, I, when I tweeted it out, I was like, once I was seeing 148 over his last 15 games. Um, what happened? And, was, and some guy was like, all you do is hate. And then someone responded. <laughs> that was me. How is it? How is it? No, not you. There's someone else. And he like quote tweeted it. And then someone responded, how is it hating when he's literally pointing out like statistical facts? <laughs> I mean, Yes. Stats, you're right, and I'm a stats guy. But Soto today literally had five plate appearances. He was on base four times. 
I know. That's the amazing thing about Juan Soto. I mean, he was on base safely. No errors, That's, no fielder choices. I, I he was understand that, John. Four times. But sometimes I want Juan Soto to be driving in runs, not just getting on base. Well, he also had two hits. So, like, you know, I think it's tough to be critical of him tonight. Is it? Is it no, fair to say that he has struggled yeah. over the last 15 games? Yeah, I, probably. He's been... He's been in a Padres uniform for a month. For a month. No, I'm saying, like, how would you describe his time in a Padres uniform so far? I think he's I think he's been good. I mean, has he been perfect? No, I think he's been good. I think he gives this team a better chance offensively to have success because I feel like he's always on base. Um he's been okay. He display more no, he hasn't been okay. He's he's their only player other than Manny Machado with an eight hundred OPS over the last month. So he's their second best player over the last month. Okay, he's been he's been kind of good. Yeah, I don't think it's fair to say an 800 OPS is okay when I look up and down this lineup and they don't have anyone with an OPS over 800 other than Manny Machado. But I'm comparing Manny, I'm comparing Juan Soto to not the rest of this lineup. But the rest, the, the, Juan Soto compared to the rest of this lineup is the greatest play, baseball player to ever play the game. Juan Soto compared to the rest of baseball has been okay in that span when he's in the Padres uniform. <laughs> you know I'm right. Uh, no, I don't think because like I'll give you his OPS plus in a Padres uniform. So if he's been the same as the rest of baseball, then he'd have a 100 OPS plus. But he's got a 137, so he's 37 percent better than league average, which is a lot better than league average. I mean, he was a 159 in Washington. So to your point, he hasn't been the same player as he was in the Nats uniform. But 137 OPS over the last plus <laughs> over the last month would be second highest on this team to Manny Machado. And look, do I want Juan Soto in the postseason? In, up at to bat in a crucial moment, absolutely, one hundred percent, because I think Juan Soto is a big time player, and I and you know you get him in in the spotlight and you put him in the postseason, he's shown that he can do it before, but as of right now in the the last fifteen games, he's in a slump. He, there's, there's, he's just in a slump. He's getting on base, that's great, but he's not driving in runs and he's not hitting for a lot of power. I don't agree with this. He'll get paid regardless of what he does in the Padres uniform, and the Padres would absolutely pay him whatever he wants. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been their best right fielder. That's not arguable either. Oh, he's he's he is light years better than every right fielder the Padres have put out there this yep. year. Light years yeah. better. I mean, like, I don't know if this is trolling or no, he doesn't is serious. No. I mean, when you have an eight ten OPS for a month. By the way, I don't even have that right. He got on base four times today. His OPS in the Padres uniform, let me go to MLB.com. I mean, it's going to be like 850. Guys, I mean, you have to be somewhat reasonable. If the expectation was 1,100 OPS, there's like one player in baseball that does that over the course of a year. It's a big expectation. Do you want him to drive in more runs? Sure. He's had six RBIs. Okay. But, I mean, to say in one month's time he hasn't been good, I don't think is accurate. I think he's been good. He's been good, but I think people expect more to Juan Soto. And I think Juan Soto would tell you that too. I think Juan Soto would literally say, yeah, I need to be better. Let me look it up now. With you getting think, on you base think Juan Soto's like, times. you know what? I got on like, like, yeah, I, I think he's like, yeah, I got on base four times today. I helped my no, team. No, I, I th- do, but do you think he's saying I did it? I, I, I can, I've done everything I possibly can for this team. Or do no, you think he, he had a 1200 to, OPS for an entire yeah. season in 20? Or do you think he's saying to himself, I need to be better. And I know my average is right now really bad. I'm not driving in a lot of runs. I'm not hitting for a lot of power. I have, you know, three home runs, I think, I'm on with the Padres this year. Yeah, in 26 handful, games. Handful of doubles. Uh, he has one triple. I know that. Six RBIs. Yep. He's getting on base at a great clip. But I think even Juan Soto would tell you uh, those numbers need to be better. He's got an 833 OPS, if you include today. His 422 on base percentage is 14 points higher than it was in Washington. His career on base percentage is 427 and it's 422 this year. All I'm saying is he ain't the reason why. You know what I'm saying? Like he's just not going to no be the saying, reason why. No one's why. saying he's the reason why. Well, a lot of people are. I mean, it, I'm telling you an 833 OPS for a month is not a reason to fall out of love with Juan Soto. I don't think anyone's saying to fall out of love with Juan Soto. It's the well, same thing I said about Manny Machado when he's hitting two when he was hitting 200 for a month and a half when you ripped him. 
But the I thing mean, is, Machado's month was nowhere near that. He had a 650 OPS month. 650. But still, I mean, Machado wasn't driving in runs, and he wasn't hit for a lot of power, and then he went off. And he's been amazing. Mm-hmm. And you hope you hope that that Juan Soto can have the that type of remainder of September. Like if Juan Soto had that remainder had a September like Manny's August, poof, that changes everything. JD's third. Thank you for the super. He says we gave up a lot for Soto for a god of walks. I mean, you haven't seen the entirety of his, uh, you know, of his uh, repertoire in twenty six games would be what I would say. You didn't trade everyone you traded for 26 games. You traded everyone you traded for two and one half years. That's what I would say. So I don't think 26 games is enough to judge a player on their complete abilities, like you said about Machado's June, July. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this idea that you just step in and have a 1,200 OPS sounds great. I love the idea of it. I'm with you. He went from a very bad team the last two years to a completely different situation. He went from a hitter's ballpark to a non-hitter's ballpark in Petco. Um, he's facing the Dodgers 12 times in his final 40 something games. You know, I mean, if you want him to carry the team, there's still a possibility for him to do that even this year. And we haven't even seen him play, obviously, a full season in the Padres uniform. But even if he did play a full season and he had an 833 OPS, I wouldn't say it was a, a bad trade because they don't have many players that are capable of providing that. I think they have one player that's capable of providing that. And Fernando Tatis Jr., who's a huge question mark. I make that trade every single day of the week, no matter what. No doubt. Um, We're going to get back to the Supers in a moment. I do want to remind you about our partnership with our buddy Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance because if you have any any mortgage needs, you got to get in contact with Omar Sanchez at Edge Home Finance. He's got his brand-new website. Uh, Go there right now, please. If you support this channel, please check out Omar's brand-new website, loansbyomar.com. Again, the website is Loans. By omar.com. I need to get to this read, Jim. <laughs> but at the site is uh, everything you need. First time home buyers, uh, he's got all the information that you need. Also, if you're looking to refinance, he can help you with that as well. But Omar Sanchez, Edge Home Finance, check out the brand new website, loansbyomar.com. Scan the QR code right now. Text him right now, 619 387 7798. San Diego that went to San Diego State that is a huge Padres fan. And if you're looking to buy your dream home, he can help you. If you want to refinance to consolidate debt, he can help you as well. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing and you want a second opinion, to make sure you're getting the best deal possible, just call or text Omar again, 619-387-7798. Get to that brand new site, loansbyomar.com. Click on the education tab in the top left corner. You'll get all the resources you need. First-time home buyers refinancers, whatever you need, get in contact with Omar Sanchez if you want to support this channel and support a local business. Or scan the QR code. It'll take you to his website, loansbyomar.com, or text him, 619-387-7798. When you reach out to Omar, let him know that John and Jim from the Wrap-Up Show sent you. All right, good conversation, though, on Soto. I like it. Good back and forth on Soto. Um, All right, let's see what we have missed here in regards to supers, like this from Ronald, who says... Out of all the playoff teams, who else do we struggle with other than the Dodgers and Phillies? Who have we lost season series to? Hmm. Did they win a season series to the New York Mets? I think they did. They did. Yep. They won one from Atlanta. They did. They won one from Milwaukee. They did. Now they still have to face the Cardinals for three more. Did they get swept in St. Louis or lose two out of three? Ooh, good I question. Think they I, don't, I think they might have got swept. I so they're going to lose that season series in all likelihood. Man, Cardinals, dude. I mean, Albert Pujols turned into like 29-year-old, 29-year-old He's Albert He's going to probably hit his 700th home run at Petco Park. He'll have a decent shot at it Jeez. later in the month. It's possible. That would be unbelievable, actually. And, it's, and if they're the sixth seed, they're going to face the Cardinals. Correct, which wouldn't be great. You see that the Braves are, uh, have pulled within one game of the Mets? I did see that. One game. Yes. Yeah, I did see that. I see a lot of Mets, so fan, Mets fans are freaking out. Could face the Mets as well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a fair point, Ronald. I don't think I'd want to play the Cardinals. Um, I would, I'd want to play the Phillies, even if they've lost the season series. I don't think it's very likely. How about this? 
I don't care. Just get in the postseason. Yeah, just get in right now. They I don't get care in. who they face. I'm not. I'm not going to be picky here and be like, well, I want them to face. No, 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 no. The, this this will be the first postseason that this team will be that if they make it, it'll be the first postseason they've made since 2007. Or no, no, sorry, 2006. Because 07 was the year where they faced the Rockies. Yeah, 163. That didn't count as a playoff game. Correct. They didn't make yeah, it just in 2010. Just get in. 2020 was get in. fake. Just get in. Uh, Gary, thank you for the supers. Is panicking. How, okay. Are you, Gary? It's not time to panic. Not with a three-game lead right now. No. And that last wild card, it could be time to panic if they don't play well in this homestand. But he says, how many series have the Dodgers lost this year? I, I'd be surprised if I think it's it's not more than three, I don't think. <laughs> Dude, it's probably I, I think they like what, 39 losses on the year. Yeah, maybe it's four. It's I, you know, it's not a lot. They lost the series to the Nats. They lost the series to the Pirates. They've lost yeah, three or four series this year, would be my guess. Yeah, which is bonkers. Obviously, stupid. It is. It's stupid. It doesn't guarantee them a World Series, but it is stupid. Um, this is interesting from Alex, who says we beat ourselves against LA. They're beatable. I mean, the losses haven't really been close. I mean, I'm sure there's been one or two. Like but literally you have ten losses. I mean, you yeah, got like your ass you kicked Saturday, Saturday night. Today, kind of close-ish for a while. It, it was closer than it really was. I mean, you, you got to five four, and you're like, okay, but did you honestly think that, that the Dodgers weren't going to win that game? Not really. I thought if Grisham came through there, maybe you could seal a game. But once that was over, I didn't have a lot of confidence. No. JD's third. <laughs> Thank you for the super. But it's 26 games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 26 games. Guess what? If I took out a sample of Mike Trout over the course of his career, I can find his lowest OPS plus over 26 games too. I bet Mike Trout in his career has had a 20 game, 26 game stretch with an OPS plus lower than 137 or whatever it is right now. It's higher than that with, with tonight. And so, overall, this, this entire year for Juan Soto, it's crazy to even say it's a down year. But it's, it is a down year for his standards because his standards are so high because he has the ability to just be the best offensive player all around in all, in all from from average on base percentage, slugging, everything. OPS well, he's plus been 900. He's been 900 OPS every year of his career, but this, but he's not far off. And to your point, if he closed with a 1000 OPS, September, which he's fully capable of doing, he could rise his OPS for the year over 900. So, yeah, it's like everything's about perspective. It's like saying, well, LeBron James, by his standards, didn't have his best year, but LeBron James still might be a top two player in basketball when he doesn't have his best season. I mean, that's kind of what you're looking like at with Juan Soto. And I get it. There's guys with OPS is better than Soto this year. He's probably a top 10 player in baseball this year. He's not a top two mm-hmm. player, but you got a top 10 player teamed with Manny Machado, who's a top 10 player, got a top 15 on base percentage guy in Josh Bell. Like you mm -hmm. have enough offense, I think. Yes. But I do think that if this team wants to truly go far, you're going to need to have Juan Soto elevate and be, you know, Juan fucking Soto along with Manny fucking Machado. Like you need those you need you need you need their their games to elevate here. Yeah, and even if they do elevate, there's no guarantee. I mean, I, I don't think this is some perfect team. I think the back of the rotation has struggled. I think their bullpen at times has struggled. I think there's black holes all over the place, other than Machado and Soto. Yeah. And I yeah. think they've actually had a nice nine games where they scored a lot of runs, hit with men in scoring position. Uh, yeah. You wish they went seven and two, but they went six and three. So no, I, I agree with you. I mean, they need Soto and Machado because they have to make up for the deficiencies of this team. If you had Fernando Tatis, Tatis Jr., as well, yeah, yeah. If you had Tatis, if you had Hater, you know, I mean, if you had all these parts playing to their abilities or even on the field, I think it would be different. But yeah, I mean, you're asking Soto Machado to make up for others that have not performed, and that's that's asking a lot sometimes yep. out of players. Yeah. Um, I just saw something I wanted to get to. Oh yeah, this is from Albert. You know, I, I don't see it this way. I really don't. When you've got a three game lead on a playoff spot, you don't have to sweep anyone. No. Um. You would prefer to win the series. You know, that's what you want to do. You want to win a home series. And they have not played well at home. And they're playing a team that's red hot. But that's what you want yeah. to do. You want to win the series. And you want to win every series you play. And that's 
probably not going to happen in your last 27 games. You play the Dodgers yeah. still two more times, but that should be the goal, win series. So now it's like, okay, you scored runs on the road. You hit with runners in scoring position. Vastly improved over their last homestand. Can they, can they continue to score runs at home, or is it going to go right back to what you saw when they're at home last against the guardians and nationals like right you know i can you can this team stay consistent with hitting with runners in scoring position scoring four or five runs a game like that's going to be a huge huge thing that you're looking for this week against arizona to start and an interesting point from Cam. I mean, we've said this about Milwaukee. Milwaukee hasn't really taken advantage of what we would have said was a soft schedule, the Pittsburghs and the Cincinnati's and the Arizonas. Well, it turns out Arizona's actually played decently. And now, yeah, Phillies get the Nats and the Marlins. Nats just won a series from the Mets. I want to say it's City Field. Yes. So it's still baseball. Yes, there's a scenario where the Phillies could go eight and one in those nine games. And there's another scenario where they go three and six or four and five or five and mm-hmm. four. Yeah. So, you know, Typically, what I have found, I think we all agree, it's like if the team doesn't play well, that doesn't mean you beat bad teams. You still have to be playing decent baseball to even beat bad teams. And the Phillies were playing great baseball for two months. They've played bad for a week. They've had a bad week. And hopefully that trend continues. But here's the thing. You don't have to have the Phillies go in the tank because you're playing with two teams. You're basically trying to beat out either Philadelphia or Milwaukee. So Phillies can be good, but what if Milwaukee's not good? Milwaukee can be good, but what if the Phillies aren't good? The problem you get into is if the the Brewers and the Phillies get hot. Then you can have a a big problem. Don't say that. I know. Well, I mean, that's that's what happens when you play 500 baseball or below it since May. And that's who the Padres have been. I'm sure if we look, there's a date in there, late May, to today where the Padres are absolutely under 500 because how many games over 500 are they right now, Jim? They are 73 and 61. So they've been as many as 17 over, which means they're minus five since that high water mark. They're probably 500 in their last three months. I mean, if they had played 500 baseball, this thing would be, you know, sealed. If they had no, five sorry, more they, wins. They 74. They're 74 and 61, I think. Okay, so they're four under since their high water mark. So, right. you know, they haven't played great baseball over the last three months. Uh, do want to remind our viewers about our great partner here on the wrap up show, Aura, ORA.organic. If you click this build your routine button down below, bottom right, you're getting 30% off your very first order. This is plant based nutrition. I take their probiotic every single day, I take their proteins after workouts now that I'm going to Orange Theory. That's right, Jim. Oh, I don't know if you can see that. Wow, yeah, look at that. Look at that little muscle. Good job. No, that's not little. That's big. It's just the, the TV screen is taking weight off my muscles. Mm. Um, so probiotics, proteins for after workouts, pre-workout supplements, omega-3 oils. Um, they have immunity pills and sleep pills, literally something for everyone, whether it's yourself or your spouse or your children or your friends or your family. Um, great company, ORA.organic. Everything is plant-based. Will, their co-founders of San Diego. They have offices in San Diego. Will is a huge Padres fan. He supports this channel and has for months and months. So if you support this channel, if you want to get healthier, please click the link down below or go to ORA.organic and get 30% off your first order by clicking that Build Your Routine button at ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. If everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle, Build Your Routine, you get 30% off www.ora.organic. You will definitely thank us later. Thank you, Will. Thank you, Aura. Thank you, JD's third. And you know, this is good perspective. 15 yeah. and 15 in their last 30, not the end of the world. 29 and 31 over their last 60, also not the end of the world. But they haven't, they haven't just taken it. They could have easily taken this. You go 32 and 28 over 60, which is very average baseball for a good team. This thing's over. They'd have three more wins. They'd be six up with a tiebreaker, but they didn't yeah. do it. So they haven't earned it as of nope. yet. Nope. And that's this is their own fault. Because if they just played at a 34 and 27 clip, 34 26, 34 26, we're not, we're talking about playoffs easily right now. Oh, it's like, over. Th- it's over. There's no question. But by playing at 29 31 over the last 60, you did, they, did, they did this to themselves. I think I know the magic number, Rich. I don't know if you're being serious or facetious, but they've got 27 to play. They've got a three-game lead. So I think it's 24. I mean, mean, that's actually not a crazy number. Rich is Um, joking. 
Rich, are you being serious or joking? He's not. He's not being serious. Did he tell you that? No. In the chat, he says it's my middle finger. <laughs> well, the, the uh, whatever the magic number is twenty four, which again is it's doable. You need some wins. You need some Brewers losses, and you're going to the postseason in twenty twenty two. But they're going to need some wins. Uh, Jared, thank you for the super. He says for those hating on Soto, like Jim. Uh, his biggest impact from coming to San Diego is Idiot. that he's not a Dodger because he almost became a Dodger. I don't know how close he was or not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, honestly, other than the Padres, I don't know who other team was close to getting Juan Soto. Yeah, maybe they just would have kept him. Yeah, I think that the only team he was going to go to was the Padres because the Padres are the only team willing to give up that much talent to get. Juan Soto. I don't think the I don't think the Dodgers were there. Honestly, they're 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 yeah. there because they're just the Dodgers. But I don't think they were close to a trade there. Yeah, it didn't appear so. And from hearing Mike Rizzo speaking with the media, he was like, "Listen, if someone met our ask, we would make the trade." But we weren't just going to make the trade. And obviously, the Padres met the ask because it was like a historic trade in terms of what they gave up to acquire him. Right. Um, but true. I mean, it, that could have been a, the worst case scenario is like the Scherzer Turner situation where it's like you don't land them and then they land with the Dodgers. It's like, right. Yeah, that is not an ideal situation. Um, all right, guys. So what time is the game tomorrow, Jim? 345. All right. So we'll do um, a night show. Yeah. And we'll be on tomorrow again. If you haven't heard, we're on a different station now. Wait, San Diego what? Sports 760 on the AM dial, 760 on the AM dial. Check us out. You can hear us literally through the in, all, up and down the coast. Someone, uh, did you see the tweet today? From uh, someone said they listen to us in like like Oxnard. Yeah. Yep. So all of San Diego County can hear us. Tune in tomorrow, three o'clock. John and Jim, 760 San Diego Sports. Yeah, I got a text from my buddy in um, like Santa Monica today saying he's listening loud and clear to Steve Hartman on the weekends Jeez. on 760. So it's, it's coming in loud and clear in uh, Orange County, L.A. If you're a San Diegan that looks for San Diego sports and you can't get it because you're in L.A. or Orange County or somewhere else in the state or even in Arizona or in Nevada, um, check us out, 760 a.m. or, of course, on the iHeartRadio app as well. Uh, Alex saying he gets to listen tomorrow as well. Um, yeah, no doubt. Home of the Padres for 20-something years, including the World Series in 84 and 98. Home of the NFL in San Diego. Home of the Aztecs starting in 1978. So, yeah, I mean, it's an iconic station with a blowtorch of a signal, 50,000 watts up and down the coast in uh, the state of California. Before we get out of here, we do want to remind you about our podcast. We are the official podcast of FriarsOnBase.com. You can check us out there. We're presented by Eric Lanier and Higher Impact Financial. Make sure to get in contact with Eric at Higher Impact financial.com he is a san diegan and a huge padres fan born and raised here his mission is to align his clients values and passions with their finances and uh, he is a fiduciary which means he will only make recommendations that truly make sense for you and are in your best interest he specializes in retirement planning for individuals and couples who are looking to retire in five years or less along with that if you're a new family trying to figure out financial planning and investing Eric can help you as well, whether it's figuring out how to manage your debt, paying for college for your kids, or improving cash flow. Please get in contact with Eric. Again, if you support this channel, we would greatly appreciate it. You can jot down this phone number, 951-383-3033, to schedule a free phone or Zoom consultation. But again, the website, higherimpactfinancial.com. That is higherimpactfinancial.com. So thank you, Eric. Thank you for those that have picked up some merchandise over the last couple of months. Wrap-up show merchandise is available. There is a link down below. And thank you for those that have become members. Thank you, Michael Berland, who gifted memberships last week. He gifted like five or six memberships, which is super cool. You can click that Join button down below. You'll get custom emojis and badges and members-only content as well. All right. As always, please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. He can help save you $750 on your insurance. He is the title sponsor of the wrap-up show, a San Diegan and a huge Padres fan. Click the link down below. You'll get to Mark's website. He can save you money right now on your insurance, ORA.organic, 30% off your first order, plant-based nutrition. Thank you, Will, for your support of this channel, ORA.organic. And loansbyomar.com or scan that QR code, loansbyomar.com for mortgage and refinance needs. All right, I am burning up. I'm sweating. Look at me. I'm red. I don't know if you can see it. I'm sweating.
I'm very cool. I'm very. It's like Look at 65 that. in this place, dude. I'm dying. Um, go go to, go go to sleep and go sleep in the uh, 90 degree weather. Peace, dude. I'm gonna die. Well, Literally. if you die, you die. Bye bye. Yeah. Peace. John's Thanks, gonna, guys. John's gonna die. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.